What's going on, y'all? Thank you for tuning in again to You and I See Different. This is like episode three. I just wanted to let you guys know that I am here. I am alive. I am grateful. Thank you for being here. The podcast goes up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Casts, YouTube, um, and Instagram. So thank you for chiming in. I wanted to go deep into depth about character. Today, character has been on my mind um, due to the fact that I've been building my character to a different degree as a professional. And I am like, like most of you might know, I am a massage therapist currently, um, a licensed massage therapist going into um, a different modality, which is now going to be the chair massage, like I had explained in the past episode. But I wanted to dive deeper than that and let you know that one of my first jobs when I moved to America when I was 18 years old was... Um, laying down floors for dance events. And it was hard work. It was only on the weekends, of course. I did school on the weekdays. But um, I was able to learn and see a business being operated from a very close point of view since the CEO was my stepfather's um, friend, long-term friend. So we were able to chime in and sit at the in the offices and see the calls come in and see the books being written. And I guess that's what I saw. So, um, I seen, of course, the material that they liked. It was very high quality, which was an amazing quality. They had great clients, was able to expand my horizons and check out the Orlando science center, multiple spots like uh, Cypress Grove park, um, and multiple more in winter park. Actually, uh, it's been a couple of years. That was 2013, but I wanted to dive into, the, the, the upcome of the building of the character. So I worked there not too long. Um, after that, I got a, a job at American Eagle, um, and I got a job at Target, at the Starbucks inside the Target. So I was working for essentially big brand companies, um, but I was working, if we're placing it on the umbrella, I was working at, the, at that level, at the, the, the level of actually working in the stores. So American Eagle was... Uh, an amazing, amazing, amazing experience that lasted four years. And I was able to meet the manager there, Liz Bogeman, which was an amazing, phenomenal, phenomenal manager. I think that I was there, of course, not only for the discounts, but <laughs> I, I genuinely loved uh, that manager. She really taught me so much and I really do appreciate her. Thank you so much, Liz, for for everything that you did for us. Um, everything that you stood up for in the company and still choose to do so uh, to this day, which is amazing, fantastic. Really enjoyed uh, retail to that level, and she really uh, enjoyed uh, fashion, which was fantastic. And not only that, her heart was as big as my hands. So uh, thank you so much. I've been very blessed, and I really appreciate all those experiences from those uh, I forgot what they were called. Uh, the overnight crew was essentially just rebuilding or reshaping, better said, the store to have more and better merchandise. I was there actually when they first invented the active technology in the jeans to where they were actually putting technology, which is wow, uh, onto our skin, which is another wow, but we'll leave that for a different topic. Um, but the technology of the stretchy. So it was more of like the jeggings and now that was being incorporated into the male jeans, which was fantastic. This it was great. You know, it was very flexible. It was very, um, you know, very, 
it wasn't stiff. It was perfect. It was it it suited. It was just amazing. American Eagle did an amazing job, and I was amazed. And and I am so grateful to have had that experience on taking on, you know, cash register all the way to almost holding my own key, which was didn't happen because I wasn't as serious um, as I should have been or could have been. But the whole point is that I learned from that and uh, was able to build and move on from there. And then I headed into Target, like I said earlier, to the Starbucks. But that was I was working those jobs simultaneously where I also met one of my managers there, which her name is Carrie Ann, and she... Um, she was a very loving Jamaican, uh, lady. She was, you know, fantastic, very, very professional, very reliable, very, um, understanding, very mindful and, um, very, very, very grateful to be alive, you know, very grateful for her, her family. Um, and not only that, she really did, uh, show me the etiquette of being, um, consistent and being able to understand that, you know, the pallets are coming in on this day and this is how we got to organize it. This is how the syrup's got to go. This is how the, you know, the ounces have to be of the vanilla, caramel, you know, light vanilla, whatever, hazelnut, whatever flavor they have now, pumpkin spice, all this uh, caramel brulee, um, all of that. She put, she told me how to put all the sprinkles in, in order and how to put everything where it's supposed to go. And it was very, it was very, um, it was like I said, a sense of consistency, but at the same time showing me discipline on where things needed to be and where she liked it for, you know, for that sake, but where, where, where it was labeled, where it, we had some type of structure to follow that was going to lead us to um, ongoing clients. And of course, uh, we look at it sometimes like, oh, you know, maybe I can do it better. Of course, that's the whole purpose of being able to evolve within the same um, system, essentially, that was working. And um, she she did everything perfectly and, and trained me to, to an extent to where I was at one point the only male uh, barista. And that was just amazing and a, a phenomenal, phenomenal people, phenomenal co-workers, of course. Uh, just phenomenal times that lasted for five years. Then I took on the challenge of quitting both of those jobs and saying, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and step up and, and see what I do here. So I moved on to sales. And as I moved on to sales, I moved into uh, one of the, the best, if not one of the best used car sales dealerships in the whole entire country. And that is uh, off lease only Orlando, um, a very an amazing, amazing, amazing staff that they had. Of course, it was uh, it was a it was a tough environment. Very, very high masculinity in there. Um, so a lot of a lot of arguments, a lot of fights, um, a lot of a lot of masculinity. A shout out to Kayla, uh, my one of my best friend, uh, Christopher's uh, mom. She uh. Uh, she, she actually brought me on and she was able to throw a reference in there and I was able to hop right in and head down to North Lauderdale and be able to experience their training and their suites that they set us up in and, you know, such care they were, they were treating us with such care, um, not to, not to, um, only realize that when we got back, it was going to be chaotic and very stressful and very, you know, um, challenging, which was amazing. But, um, you know, a lot of long nights, a lot of long hours, of course, in a car dealership industry. Uh, but I really met, 
you know, a fair amount of people there that were very um, intellectual, that had um, a lot of knowledge and that were able to pass down what they had spoke on at that time and moment. And of course, to this day, I still speak to one of my closest friends, Kit. I shout out to you, sir. You were actually on my second episode of all time, which was amazing. And um, I wanted to thank you guys all, of course. And I'm very grateful for that experience for that taught me how to deal with cars and understand the interest levels and understand the monthly uh, payments and understand that per $10,000 that you guys are going to buy, it's usually $200 in payments, depending on credit, of course, um, how they were pulling credit, how we were contacting the the banks and how we're, we were doing all this behind the scenes things that we don't on a daily see um, but are happening behind us. And there was a lot of frustration, a lot of calls, a lot of trying, a lot of hard work um, being put into this definitely in a not so healthy way because there's a lot of caffeine involved. There's a lot of cigarettes. There's a lot of, um, you know, splurging of money because of, you know, you're working at a commission, high paid commission. You know, there was people making $12,000 a month, $20,000 a month, you know, on a regular every year, every year, every year. And so um, you have to be really careful when it comes to the car industry because we can very be misled by how much money comes in and how much money comes in and how much money comes in. But we have to remember that the money that comes out can also do damage. Um, so not saying that that industry is not um, an, a great one, but it is a very intense one. It was one of the most intense in my life. At least I can say that. And um, it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. It was it was a beautiful time. It, it created and opened up so much doors. So after that, I completely dove into um, my own business. I was able to open uh, the second slingshot company in Orlando, which is a Polaris slingshot. It's usually the two wheels in the front, one in the back, looking like people call them Batman cars and whatnot. But uh, they're called slingshots, guys. And I was able to open that business, and that business was just completely amazing. I was able to learn how to actually handle money, how to incorporate myself in SunBiz and understand the true meanings of LLCs and um, the corporations and all that stuff. Um, of course, find yourself a great accountant and uh, do your own research on that. But um, it was just an amazing I, it was just an amazing uh, opportunity and experience to get all that knowledge to be able to focus and still see clearly and sometimes, of course, get um, grayed out and blurred out due to all the images that I have currently around, not currently um, at that time around me in the sense of like, you know, doing and choosing the wrong things um, because they're repetitive and they're awesome and it makes you feel cool instead of actually choosing the right things and doing what makes your mental peace feel great, what you ma makes you feel good. It doesn't really matter. And that's when I really truly learned throughout that cycle when I was quitting, um, excuse me, when I was transitioning over to my business, I transitioned and um, I left, of course, the the dealership. So it was more of like a mix of everything um happening throughout that period of time but it was an amazing time i will do not, i do not regret it the business flourished i met so many different people uh, we were able to get all the way up to five cars and of course 
things happened to where people were crashing and, um, you know, Florida started to tag on and all these uh, big rides and events that we were a part of, actually. Um, and now they currently they don't happen as often and they're not as big. We were there in the heart and the soul of uh, the rental and slingshot businesses. Of course, we did have competitions, but um, we really didn't focus on that. And uh, we just went with the humbleness of, of, of being able to provide for all of our clients and uh, people that actually have heard of us. And, um, you know, people from Connecticut, people from Pennsylvania, people from Puerto Rico, people from outside of the country literally coming and saying, hey, have we seen your Instagram? Please let us we want to rent and wow, phenomenal. It was an amazing experience. After that experience, I, I left, um, I left, uh, well, I was doing within, I was actually doing the business and working at a collections job. So I started to work at a collections job, um, during probably the worst time in the world, uh, during COVID. And I, I, that one was, um, it, it actually opened my heart because I was able to hear people's um, uh, pain through the phone. And um, it really did, that was, that only lasted like a month because I really couldn't take it. My mental health couldn't take it. It was just, I found out that it was very, you know, unfortunately, you know, dark in the sense of like, you know, people were, it was COVID. We're talking about COVID and people have, you know, <laughs> and we're calling them at 9 a.m. to ask for money. And I understand how the world works. I understand that they possibly even had this debt before that, but still I couldn't do it. I couldn't face it, but it did teach me a lot. Shout out to Malcolm um, for allowing me to um, understand that numbers and statistics are achievable um, throughout anything and he had done it so consistently um that i really appreciate that um that 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 actual inspiration that you were giving me uh to push forward and to um change the verbiage of the script and you know look at it differently and 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 really just look at it differently look at it differently and don't be robotic is essentially was what malcolm was was trying to preach at me and then after that, it was a quick transition. I switched over to the Holiday Inn um, sales, so I was selling vacation packages. And throughout these vacation packages, you're this is a true hustle. This is like something that you see like super a lot of cubicles in one office, and there's people going cra like not crazy, but you know there's there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of energy in the air, and there's and there's a lot of tools like that make noise, and there's a lot of bells, and there's a lot of when people are getting sales, it's like let's go. You know we got another one. Yeah, put it on the board. Oh yeah, like picture that, and um, that's the type of environment that they had. Very hooked on uh you know again nutritionally not a great one because there was a lot of caffeine a lot of cigarettes a lot of not sleeping a lot of stress involved in these jobs but that's for another episode but throughout this experience I was able to gain knowledge on how to understand people's diminishment of their own happiness and what I mean by that is they would put off they, these people that we were contacting, actually were contacting us because they were inbound calls only, were contacting us and they were trying to get reservations for, um, for 
for a stay that they had booked already. But they these people were platinum members, gold members, bronze members. I don't remember the true, you know, categories of the memberships, but they came in and you would see the diamond and you would say, okay, this guy probably travels for work and whatnot. He's probably seen the whole country, but you have to convince him to take his family on a vacation, um, which of course uh, was technically we had the option let me not even say that on this. Um, we we uh, we we were able to tell them the price, and you know they were going to get a certain amount of money back if they were to sit in for one hour. I think it was two hours or three hours. I don't know of a um, timeshare um, seminar, and they were going to obviously try. And they were going to get sold or you know get the pitch and, you know, they were going to see, you know, do you want it? No, I'll think about it, whatever. And then they were going to get half of their money back. One, it was like 279 for five and four, and you would get 179 back. So essentially the vacation to stay the whole five nights was only, I'm sorry, five days and four nights, which was only going to be $100, which for me was a pretty good deal. Um, and you get to experience the resort aspect of Holiday Inn, not just the Holiday Inn you see on the side of the road that says Holiday Inn Express or, you know, something like that. It's the actual resorts. Um, we have one of the biggest ones here in Orlando, which is Orange Lake. So there's, um, you know, they just made one in, in New Orleans and they have one in Lake Tahoe. There's there's so many different locations. They have some in uh, Glenda, uh, what is it? Um, in Texas, uh, Gavin, no, Gallus. Galveston, Galveston, Texas. <laughs> I'm sorry about that one. Galveston, Texas. So they have multiple ones across the country, of course, multiple resorts for the Holiday Inn. And then they switched into the they switched over to the IHG properties. So now they own all the IHG properties by that management company. Um, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful scenery that these vacations had, that these places had that are available to us that we're supposed to go see, that we're going to be able to be, I'm sorry, that we're going to be able to um, indulge in in nature and different aspects of the world because we're that adaptable, because we are human and we can adapt to cold and we can adapt to heat and we can go to the beach and we can go to Alaska and check out the the Everglades and there's there's just so much things that we can do, and I'm not saying that we sh that that uh, that it's for everybody, of course, but knowing that it's just out there, available, and it's a resource for some of us that are actually interested that want to do so. That's just amazing in my behalf. So, working at the Holiday Inn was just fantastic. I was able to gain so much knowledge on how to essentially persuade somebody on their own feelings and tell them, hey, you need a vacation with your family. This is an essential thing for your human health. Like, I understand that you travel a lot for work, but your family doesn't travel with you. Oh, yes, they do. And when they do, well, you know, we'll do that for Christmas. Well, what do you think you're going to get? You, you think you're going to make it to Christmas? You think that tomorrow is promised? Because you can die today, sir. And what? Yeah, you yeah, it's clear. So having that mentality working at the Holiday Inn was was really good. I was able to meet this uh I was able to meet Shervin actually. Shout out to Shervin, man. Shout out to Shervin for being one of the best salesmen uh there and he was just on his grind. He he did it so smoothly, man. So smoothly came in a couple hours. Uh, I'm gone and he was just so smooth with it. I saw him at um I saw him at McQueen's not too long ago. In downtown Orlando, and um, 
we exchanged numbers. I got his Twitter and everything. So shout out to Shervin, bro. Shout out to Shervin because he was just phenomenal on the sales. Um, I learned a lot from him too. He, he, he didn't say much to me. I didn't get that much conversations with him, but he, he just said, you know, just, you got to tell them how it is, man. You got to tell them how it is. Be honest with these people. Be honest with they pe these people. They need vacations. They're stressed out. They're stressed out. You can hear it over the phone. They don't even have time to talk about a vacation for their family. So shout out to Shervin, bro. Shout out to Shervin. I appreciate that, Shervin. Um, after that, I decided to, uh, you know, after sales, after my, after, the, after my business, I decided to actually take on massage therapy. And it was like a in-between moment because I didn't know where I was going. I had actually got a deal, made a deal with this guy. So we were actually in the, we were on boats now with the business. And after that, I was like, you know what? I need something that's going to further excel my career. Knowing that my business can do so, I need something that's going to better my career because I need to know something and I need to, I need, I need to keep learning about my true passion, which was the human body. So I was like, what is it? What is a good way that I can so I was like, massage therapy, massage therapy, massage therapy is a license. I need a license. Okay. I did all the information, did all the look, looked everything up. How do I do it? How do I do this? How many hours are required in most of the states of America? Okay. 500. That's not that bad. 517. And Florida is only 517. Perfect. So it's not like I'm living in New York City where it's a thousand hours, or it's not like I'm living in Puerto Rico where it's a thousand hours. It's actually only 517 and almost half of the country is around that same hour. So that means that I can live anywhere outside of Florida and stay within this profession and be a professional with wherever I go. Oof, that builds character. That came from every single thing that I was doing in the past. That came from every single job. That came from all those people that actually preached on wisdom and gave me that knowledge and showed me, yo, this is the real and this is, and I was able to actually uh, take that, take a piece of their knowledge and look for my own and understand my own life and my own well-being that I was able to incorporate such beautiful lifestyle after massage therapy because I had adapted I had become completely conscious of what is going on around me and I completely safely can say that I am so happy to be alive right now and that I am thankful and grateful to God because he had put me through so much ups and downs relationships that's friends that's relationships with women relationships with family with people in, on the streets in general with my own self, being able to be real with my own self, all those things, all those experiences that I've led, that's led up to now has built to me to where I am now. And I am completely sharing this because I believe that everybody has a story and everybody has their own journey. But of course we can prevail. We can do so because God tells us that he is going to be there. He's going to be in between every single bound. I'm sorry, every single obstacle that we have and ourself and our true passion. The only thing we have to do is choose the right way, choose the right way and where we want to go. And um, he will be there. So as I dive into massage therapy, of course, I have seen the elevation. I have seen the increase in uh, profession. And um, I wanted to bring character to mind because or an idea of my or the idea I have based upon character is because um, 
you, you, we truly have to understand that what we do, no matter how we do it, no matter if I was the barista, no matter if I was the, the guy, I'm sorry, I didn't even mention Subway, the guy making the sandwiches at Subway. Um, if I was the guy making the ice cream at Cold Stone, didn't even mention that one. Um, all of those disciplinary structures and systems that they have in the sense of prepping, in the sense of how many days ice cream and how many days this lemonade could be here and what label goes there and what label goes there. Um, all of those things are showing us discipline to, and, and that can be applied to the real life and the real and, and embodiment of yourself and becoming that profession professional. And what I mean by that is that if you grab all of those eggs and you put them in one basket, right? Those experiences, you put them in one basket to create one whole individual, which we are, um, we must embody what we have come to see from all of those experiences. So we have to understand that if we look down, we will see a long trail. But if we look up, we will also see a long trail. But sometimes you get so to that moment that where you need to understand that you've built your, your whole life and you've created your whole life to where you are currently. So no, so why not embody that? Why not peel back those layers that, that stand behind you and understand that you can be this professional? It doesn't matter where you came from. It's character. It means that you have the, the, the enough knowledge to, to say, you know what? I know what's wrong. I've seen that multiple times and that is not right. I know where that's going to go because that is not right. And uh, I've seen that guy, yep, something like that, similar. Oh, he might be eating the same thing or, you know, he might be doing the same mannerisms and not judging the person, but observing the person and saying or observing the situation and saying, you know, I've been through this. I've seen something similar. I want to stay on the other side of that, which is being a complete professional. I do not need to engage in any of that because that is in my past. Um, so being present and being able to say, you know what, I am this massage therapist and I am going to treat it like a true profession, not how it is completely, um, horrified by Hollywood and, and, and what is done throughout massage therapy and, and happy endings and all this nonsense and disgusting, just unbelievable thoughts and ideas that these people continue to give massage therapy when truly it's so beneficial to human health. It can possibly even be better than actual medicine. If we were to actually, I'm going to, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. I believe that it's completely better than medicine and completely better than just you walking into a doctor's office and sitting there face-to-face -face with the doctor for 15 minutes and him not even touching your body or telling you how you're feeling, or I'm sorry, ask you how you're feeling, just going straight to the script. And this is not all doctors. We are not generalizing because there are good doctors out there that take their profession very passionately. And that's the whole point, to take your profession very passionately because when you do so, it shows a sense of character of how much you really do care for people because you are within this profession. And this is what I am currently embodying because it just makes sense. It makes sense 
to want to be that professional, of course, um, because you do have that knowledge. And ever since I've been doing so, I just wanted to let you guys know that it's been a true blessing. I've been grateful to be able to understand the human body on a nutritional value, on a um, uh, recovering value. I'm sorry, on a recovering aspect, a nutritional aspect, not value. Um, but we really, we really take things for granted like water. We really take things for granted like mental peace and mental clarity. We really do uh, have bad habits. And I've seen this within clients and I've seen this within patients that um, I'm, I'm going to call them clients. I've seen this within clients and uh, they, they really, they really stress. And there's the stressors have been in the same spots. I've, I've said this in, in past videos and this just goes to tell me that we're, we're completely synchronized to the same system. And we need to understand that being on the phone 24 seven and understand that maybe social media is not that important at the time of driving. And maybe, you know, um, being outside is way more important than just staring down and messing up your whole posture. And then that transitioning into your back, creating a kyphosis, which is essentially a hunchback or a lower doses from sticking out too far and creating a complete curvature within, uh, essentially pushing anterior and anterior curve and in your spine. And it's, it's, it's very detrimental to our human health that we need to understand that building character and knowledge is completely essential to being a great professional and um i know that that twists up a lot when it comes into health but it really does play in majorly what we consume what we think what we see all of these things have a lot to do with our health mentally we have to understand that images are out there and they're set to either make you buy something, to make you believe something, to make you frighten, like Halloween Horror Nights, like uh, RX uh, billboards on, on the highway that are saying your prescription could be cheaper here, or, you know, images on Instagram where you're seeing multiple um, individuals posting uh, very intimate or close to creating lust, which is completely not healthy. Um, understanding that we need to come down and realize that we need to view all of these conscious, these these images that play into our subconscious. We need to to understand that being conscious and being um, professional and being grateful and being joyful and being happy and all of these adjectives that only spread positivity all of these things are available we need to understand that these are available things uh, available resources available emotions and feelings that we can feel they're available they're there there's places to go like outside there's multiple parks instead of you seeing the pictures of a beautiful flower a beautiful scenery why not go outside and take pictures of your own and the beautiful scenery and, and, and understand and feel the moist of the rain within that um, beautiful greenery. Um, it's different. It feels different. The, the, the air that we breathe in those areas are different. Um, so I, I did go off track a little bit, but it, it is very important that I 
um, say this because as a massage therapist, this is what I believe. I believe that it's been detrimental to human health that we have so much technology and so much resources that we choose not to use um, just because it's nice to have multiple cameras and the one that I'm using and it's nice to have a mic. Um, but we must understand the intentions you understand. So all of these things play into our health and all of these things play into my profession and all of these things play into my character of wanting to be serious and wanting to always be real with you guys, because I understand that realness comes a long way and it goes a long way and it becomes, um, wisdom and it becomes knowledge for others as well. So, um, I will forever do this. Um, and you know, there will be a time where, uh, you and I see different will be so, so beautiful. And actually, let me not even say that there will be a time that it will flourish to an extent that I have seen it flourish already. Um, so it would just keep flourishing. I just want to say it would keep flourishing. I believe that it's beautiful. I believe that um, everything that I've done, everything that I do, um, really, really, uh, says a lot. It says a lot. And, and a lot of places where I've been from, from playing basketball, from, you know, going from swearing to not swearing as much to not swearing at all from going to eating, you know, not as well to eating perfectly, uh, to my extent, perfectly well to where I feel like my body's great and feels completely healthy to where I've been to go from a beat up, you know, 2001 Kia Sophia that only cost me $500 to um, my current vehicle now. So these all, all of these transitions, all of these steps that we, that we, that I've come from, I really am truly grateful. It's, it's been a very long journey. It's been, I mean, I lost my brother in 2021. That was a long journey. Like, that was, that was, that was intense. It, it would, it just, turned a year last month and um it really has been dreadful and until the fact that i am currently remaining positive and remaining to see the realness that this world throws at us because we can easily get distracted and i do not want to be a delusional human being <laughs> i want to be a intellectual one i want to be a and and I currently embody that, and I really am, and I really do appreciate all those experiences. And this and this one, this podcast goes out to uh, Brandon. Um, I would say my best. I'm gonna actually say he's my best friend. He's my brother. Um, he we come from the same root, the same generate generational root. Um, we share multiple commonalities, and um, I really appreciate him because, at to an extent, I believe that. He has been a mentor to me and he is soon to stop all his knowledge and stop sharing and just live his life. And I am so happy for him and um, I am happy for all the knowledge that I have been able to share with him, have have all the knowledge that I've been able to sit around and hear and listen and, um, you know, ask questions and just completely completely an amazing human being and i really do appreciate that sir so senor gracias amigo espero que estés bien um bze forever um and that's just blue zone energy guys blue zone energy um and uh nothing i just wanted to conclude with saying that 
It's been a pleasure. Like always, I hope that you guys can catch something from this character video. I will be posting it soon. I really, truly love all of my listeners. I truly love that you guys sit and listen to every single moment and every single thing that I have to say because it really, truly means a lot when I receive these text messages and these comments um, and, and these sections. And I'm like, wow, I am truly blessed that at least if I can go out of this world helping one person I and 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 I get and I spread wisdom and at least one person I I'll be fine with that I'll be fine with that because if I can help one person that person can probably help one person and then the other one and it just multiplies and I am truly grateful for everything that I have currently um I hope that you like this setup I hope that you uh have a blessed day a blessed week a blessed month a blessed rest of your year I hope that your health remains perfectly fine i hope that you get outside and are able to see all this beautiful greenery that we have around us which are trees um, plants insects um, the sun the moon pay attention to where the moon is every night pay attention to where the sun comes up every day um, pay attention to where that star is every day pay, stay connected to how that tree evolves and how that tree creates and, and develops um fungus or if that's a mushroom that's coming out of it or if that's mycelium, mycelium that's connected to the roots please um go outside and enjoy your day go outside and say you are ready for the day you are ready because you do not know if your next 24 is promised understand that we are here because we are blessed because we have been chosen as humans that have brains that can live in conscious level uh, consciousness. Um, we are here to create. We are here to be artistic. We are here to be beautiful. We are here to be light. We are not here to be dark. We are not here to be um, dark at all. Period. Um, understand that God is with you at all times. Understand that He is waiting for you to commit uh, to faith. He is waiting for you to do the work. And he is waiting for you to walk right besides you at any moment and every moment that you need him to be there. He is there. Amen, guys. And I really, really, truly hope that you enjoyed this video.